Test, test, test. There we go. Testing. Oh, that's oh, that sounds a lot better. Yeah. Wow. Get that Sultry. Sultry. <laughs> Sultry. Now, I was listening to Farrell's episode yesterday, oh. and Farrell and I were talking, and Nathan's like, Brian, will you talk? And he's like, hello. Audrey didn't eat her quesadilla yesterday. It was really funny. Hold on. I'm okay. I'm going to have to take my earrings off. It's too much. I can't do it. I already took mine off. I'm so glad. Your gold stud, Both of them. Your, your George Michael. The diamond, the diamond and my septum piercing too. <laughs> so we're not recording. Oh, definitely. <laughs> no, He's been recording this whole time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have no fear. Oh my God. There's nothing safe here. Hello and welcome to another episode of the My College Story podcast. I am Miranda Davis. And I'm Brian Motto. I'm so glad you're here this week, Brian, because last time I paused awkwardly and he said nothing because he wasn't here. I did miss you. They only had to listen to me. I'm so sorry. I have to apologize. All right. We are having another episode with one of our lovely teachers, Mr. Garrett Lane. Hello. (laughs) Hello. No, you Yay. got a golf clap. I know. Golf clap. So we are talking to some of our teachers about their college story, but why are we talking to Garrett? He Brian. owes us. He Try. takes our coffee. Yeah, I was going to say, I take a lot of coffee from y'all's a office. Lot of he owes coffee. us. Um, we're talking to him because he's fun, and he's from California. And he made his way to Texas, and then he did grad school out on the East Coast, and That's right. he's just been all over, and he's got some fun things to share. That's right. Are you ready? I think I am. Teacher Tell it. All. So I told you when I, I like told him what title. the name of the episode was, he's like, this is a very scandalous name. Tell I was yeah, like, right? it's an intrigue. We want people to watch, listen to the episode. So marketing. Okay. What's, a, what's a better option there? Yeah. I don't know. I have a really boring life, so whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Boring. I don't think you have a boring life. Look at all these questions we have for you. I know. You. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, okay. Let's well, go. it's time to spark the interest of the people. I was going to say, so <laughs> let's talk about high school. So what kind of student were you in high Where did you go to high school one? Yeah. And what kind of student were you and what were you involved in? So I went to, um, I, live, I live for the most part um, in Clovis, California during uh, my high school years. I went to the same high school that my mom worked at, mm-hmm. um, public school. And I want to say that I was a good student. <laughs> um, I, I think that I was in AP classes and that kind of thing. I was definitely not a straight A student, though. Um, I don't know if you're wanting people on the podcast that like have really good I don't know. I don't know. I'm just well, done. Let's I'm just stop being it. Honest. Accepting of all. Yeah. Stop it. Shut it down. <laughs> Shut it down. Um, I mean, I got okay grades. And yeah, I mean, I was in, I played sports. I played baseball. I threw shot put and discus. I played football. How about that? I, yeah. I see track, a track coach. In I was going to say, nah, does Coach Francis know do this? That. No, he doesn't need to know either. Well, he um, now. <laughs> mm. um, Only if he listens. I'm trying to think of what else I did. I was involved in, um, like, Engl- there was, like, a club for um, the students that were in my English class. We'd get together and read. And but, but really what I did most lunches was my mom had a Nintendo 64 in her classroom, and we'd play Smash Bros. Uh, and Mario Kart. Okay. And, and so, the truth comes out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I definitely, I was into gaming, D&D, that kind of thing. So that's, uh, that's a lot about me. I read a lot. I don't know. I was a nerd, in short. 
But you played sports, so. But I did play sports. I don't know. Good balance there. Yeah, I had friends in a lot of different kind of circles, so that was one thing that I. Jack of all trades, master of none. Honestly, that did get. uh, There was a librarian that 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 called me that frequently. So. (gasps) Okay. Yeah. So does that hurt, or you like? It's a good good. No, because I think the whole phrase is jack of all trades, master of none. What's the rest of it? It's like a good thing. If okay. I remember correctly, but he's a Renaissance man. He's a Renaissance man. Garrett Maybe. Lane, and he's into cooking now, man. baking, yeah. right? I cook, I bake, I eat. Yeah, yeah. It's a good time. Other things. There's lots there. I'm big. I'm big on hobbies. I have too many hobbies, and that kind of started in high school. So mm. yeah. that's good. Gotcha. So you were going after those passions, huh? I was. I was. We actually had an ag, like an agriculture. We had a farm attached to our school because we were kind of out in a big farming section of California. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to take a lot of farming classes. I took two years of welding. I took nice. like agricultural engineering. It was a good time. I didn't necessarily want to be working on a farm, but mm-hmm. they were fun classes. Yeah. Interesting. So I fancy myself fairly good at geography, but I really don't know where Clovis, California yeah, is. So enlighten us. So it's like a suburb of Fresno, and Fresno is not the armpit of California. That's Bakersfield. But Fresno's close. Um, so Cal State Bakersfield, we're going to go ahead and cross that one yeah, off Yeah, you really list. should. I mean, if you go there, God Good help you. Um, yeah. But um, so, yeah, it's right next to Fresno. It's about an hour and a half from Yosemite National Park, um, kind of right in close to the foothills of the Sierra Nevadas, close to Sequoia National Park and Kings Canyon. Um, yeah. Lots so. of outdoor activity po- possibilities. Yeah, no, like we would go up and hang out in the mountains during the during the weekends and that kind of thing. It's a good time. Nice. Okay, so when you were in high school, did you know kind of what your what you wanted your future to look like, what passions you wanted to pursue? No, cool. not at all. Um, I mean, I I liked certain things, but I was never the kind of student that like, oh man, I really like this subject and I want to make my life about this. I'd say the closest that I got to that was I really enjoyed my history and English classes. And I knew that when I went to college, I wanted to take more classes that, um, I don't know, would let me do kind of some of the stuff that I was doing in those like, like AP Euro, excuse me, NAP US history and that kind of thing. In my literature classes, I like my mom's an English teacher too, so that's like a big part of a big part of kind of I don't know who I was in high school too, yeah. and what I liked and what I got exposed to at a young age. So there yeah. you go. So you said you loved to read. What'd you read? What was your go-to in high school? I think my go-to would have been, and it's still kind of my go-to. I like reading science fiction. Um, like just, even if it's a trashy science fiction novel, like I'll read it. Like it's fun. I I think it's really a good time. Um, I, I did read a lot of like, that's in high school was the first time I think I got exposed to like, well, I'm trying to think of when Harry, the last Harry Potter would have come out when I was a freshman or a sophomore in high school, I think. Mm -hmm. And so when I was, I remember, I think one of the first fantasy books I read was Harry Potter, first one in like second grade or something like that like that would have been yeah and it was it it was like totally kind of opened me up to a new uh genre in some ways but yeah so I don't know I read I read a lot though like I liked reading history books um my mom and dad would take away my books rather than my video games up until I was in like middle school that was punishment huh that was that you were that (laughs) I was that kid nice yeah yeah I was not that kid yeah no yeah yeah 
All right. So beginning your college admissions story. So what mm-hmm. kind of were you looking for in a school? Did you have any non-negotiables that you were like, if this school doesn't have this, this is not what I want to do. Um, what did that look like for you? Yeah. So I, I was a little weird and both my mom and dad, um, had gone to Abilene Christian university in Abilene. Um, and then we had lived out in California for my whole life. And so I was familiar with that school, but um, I applied to, um, I, I didn't really have any non-negotiables. I knew that I knew that I wanted to go to college, um, mm-hmm. but I didn't really have kind of direction after that. Um, and I knew there were some things that I kind of wanted to study. I, I was very against being a teacher. My mom's a teacher, my dad's a teacher, aunts and uncles are teachers, my grandma's a teacher. Like I was very much against working in a school at all, which I think is really Spoiler ironic. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Inevitable. It, it kind of is. Um, and they all, yeah, yeah. But I didn't totally have any non-negotiables. I guess towards the end, I wanted to move away um, and not for any like bad reason. I just, I just had wanted to get out of town and start something new. Um, yeah of for myself so i had applied and got into pepperdine in malibu um and then there are some other state schools in california that i had gotten into um some csu i know csu is also like the colorado state universe but csu in california and then abilene christian and that was kind of yeah it's it's a weird it's a weird weird mix like who would turn down malibu over right abilene Abilene, texas Texas. sitting on the bluffs <laughs> overlooking the Pacific Ocean. That's or true. In the middle in of nowhere where everything closes at 1030 at night. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I so I grew up, We I went to high school in Clovis, but I had grown up not too far north from kind of Malibu Ventura. And so I, I don't know, I kind of wanted to just get a, get some new scenery. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah. Did it end up, was it a tough decision? Uh... I don't know. I mean, I don't feel like it was a tough decision, but now looking back, I couldn't see it going any other way. You know what I mean? Um, Like, it's hard for me to imagine what my life would be like, who my friends would be, and like just everything about my life if I would have gone to a different place. Mm -hmm. So I'm not the type of person in general that also like thinks back. I mean, I like, I don't know. I think back on past decisions, um, but it's never something like, I never feel regret about um, going out to Abilene. It was a weird yeah. choice in some ways, but I think that it actually helped. Um, it helped me in some ways because I think that I didn't really know how to study well when I went to college. And Abilene was a remote enough place to where you could like do dumb stuff on the weekend as in like, but nothing that you would get seriously in trouble in or like, I don't know. I'm not talking about like running out on farms and stuff like that, <laughs> like just being goofy. Um <laughs> But it, it was isolated enough to where, like, I actually got to spend time getting to know my classmates and my professors, which I I really liked. And I think part of that was the small town kind of, I don't know, I didn't have L.A. to run around in and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So, Cause, And didn't you, <clears throat> correct me if I'm wrong, didn't you tell me one time that you got a scholarship to ACU? Mm-hmm. Is that part of the helping the decision, yeah, too? Yeah. yeah, so I got a scholarship to both... Both Pepperdine and Abilene were going to be able to cover most of my tuition. And um, when I went to Abilene, I initially had the thought of going as an English or history major or something like that. Um, And when I got there, I I was, uh, this would have been about a month before, actually. So someone called me up from the Bible department and 
was like, you know, we're giving scholarships if people come in and want to major in, like, history of the Bible or biblical text or that kind of thing. And so I said, oh, well, I want, like, some money, so I'm going to change my major, and then I'll just switch back to English in a year if I don't like the classes. Playing the game. <laughs> and so... <laughs> And so I did that and actually really just fell in love with some, some of the material and uh, like the, the actual classes and the professors were great and I made good friends in the program. And so, um, yeah, I, I kind of fell into it in some ways. Um, it was a really, uh, it was really odd. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes that's the way it happens. I mean, it, it, it's really true. I, I, I did not, I don't know if I'm the best person for the podcast because I really didn't come in having any it was only in like graduate school or later that I had kind of sharpened goals on like what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it the first time around I feel like I was flying blind and (laughs) I just I I don't know whether it's by the grace of God or luck I just kind of it it worked out well for me I think that's some of the message though that we want to send to everybody is that it's okay if you're flying if you're flying blind a little bit um, you might have that professor, that one class that just mm-hmm. piques your your interest, and that's that's the way it falls, and it's it's okay, and yeah. you turned out just fine. I think so. I don't know. To be determined. I guess it's questionable. Yeah. Yeah. Still early in the in the process here. <laughs> so, thinking back to your time at Abilene Christian, yeah. what are what are some experiences that you had that really stood out? Were you able to travel abroad? Any internships? Uh, going back to my comment just a second ago, any professors that were extremely integral in your experience? Tell us about that. Yeah, so like I said, I had professors that were really involved. The classes were small, so it's not a terribly large university. And my my specific department also was smaller. And so classes would cap out around 30-ish people for a big class. I could take a small class of 12 people, which was which was great. Like professors would have us over for dinner, um, like That's once cool. a semester. It was really nice. Um, and that really helped shape kind of what I wanted to do after that. So that was one good experience. Um, but honestly, the, what, what really shaped kind of my, um, my life in some ways was I was able to do two different study abroad programs while at Abilene. One of them was in Oxford, England, and then one of them was in Leipzig, Germany. And yeah, that's like, if I can suggest anything to, a student listening, prospective student listening, um, look at the study abroad programs or even figure out, your, I mean, you can figure out your own as well with different universities yeah. in like Europe or elsewhere. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of opportunities out there. It, it totally changed kind of how I view the world and how I uh, interact with the world in some ways. And so, yeah, that was that was a really big part of my um, college experience was was doing those study abroad programs. Yeah, better food in Germany or England? <laughs> Germany for sure. <laughs> English food's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What do you mean? I'm just kidding. Ta- okay, have you watched Ted Lasso? Yeah. You haven't watched. I've seen the first it. two episodes, yeah. but no, Allison and I have not gotten. Okay. You'd like it a lot. I feel like you well, would. I love the first two, plugs. but yeah, no, I'm. We're. I'll I'm give you my login. Yeah. We don't do that here. What are you talking about? Um, no, sorry. Every time I hear someone talk about English, we always think where he says that tea tastes like pigeon sweat. It does. Oh, man, it's hilarious. Yeah. He's like, I just can't do it. It tastes like pigeon sweat. <laughs> yeah. That's like my favorite quote. Sorry. Well, the only in- good English food is like 
I don't know, Indian food in England. <laughs> like it's like always there's good food there. It's just not yeah. from actual British people. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. Moving on. Yeah, right. Sorry. So and we digress. Um, okay, so you got you have a great experience at Abilene Christian. Yep. You go in flying blind, you come out. What was your final major? What did oh, you yeah. graduate with? Biblical is a Bachelor's of Arts in Biblical Text, which okay. is a degree that has history, it has philosophy, it has like it's mostly languages too, like mm-hmm. Greek and Hebrew and that kind of thing. But yeah. So but you ended up in something related to uh, a hobby that you love reading. Yeah. Okay. No, I mean, and so, so you, you, you have a great experience at Abilene Christian and you move on to a little known school on the East coast called, uh, yeah. Princeton university. That's true. Is that right? That is true. Yeah. So, so yeah, I know. Right. Big losers. Are <laughs> um, so I think one of the things that we talk to students about is, the next step after college. Um, and, and so some, one of the myths I think out there and Miranda, correct me if I'm wrong, that we hear from the kids though, is if I want to go to a place like Princeton for graduate school, I have to go to a highly selective undergraduate school. So based on your experience, obviously it, it didn't inhibit your ability to attend a place like Princeton, but, um, tell us what that was like applying to graduate school, the places you considered and maybe in your interviews to grad school or did it ever come up that well, you went to Abilene Christian, you didn't go to, you know, XYZ selective school. Sure. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think, well, one thing that I could just say, I, I met a guy at Princeton that had gone, he did his undergrad at university of Texas, Permian basin, and then got up there. And wow. so, and that's even more like, that's Midland, Odessa. Like that's, that's I mean, Abilene's remote. out there, but like, <laughs> and that's even more, yeah. And so, yeah, I think that, so I stayed in Abilene and worked for a few years at a nonprofit and I had kind of thought about taking graduate classes there. Um, but then when I got up to, to New Jersey, um, it just kind of, I mean, applying wasn't too much of a big deal in some ways because... I had really good mentors and professors at Abilene Christian that had coached me in, okay, how can you get into these programs? Or what are the people, to be quite honest, I know it sounds bad, but like, who do you need to know? And what do you need to say in certain interviews in order to not only get in, but get in and have um, your tuition covered? And luckily, the programs that I was in, like, completely covered really everything other than a little bit of housing, which was really nice up at Princeton. Um, But yeah, they, I think that, let me go back to your question. What are some best practices or like, what were you asking? Well, just the myth that you can't get to a highly selective, you know, place from a place that might not be as well known. Yeah. I think that's, that's definitely a myth. And um, I think anyone that, I don't know if people just say that. I don't know how it comes out in some ways, but really, I mean, if you're, my academics were a lot better in college than they were in high school. I will say that. So it's not like you can just like joke around and then get into a nice school. Mm-hmm. Um, you do have to work hard. Um, but really, I think, I think that my experiences, um, I, I had had a lot of different experiences in college that kind of shaped what I, um, what I wanted to do and how I wrote and, um, I had some languages under my belt and that kind of thing. So I, I think I was well prepared by my undergrad degree to get in one of those. So you could, you can pick a school and not be prepared and still get in. 
Um, but I think that around sophomore, junior year, I was already thinking about, okay, if I'm in grad school, where do I want to be going? What do I want to be doing? And my academics kind of were um, in, ta- in tandem that. with that. Yeah. yeah. Is that, I don't know if that answers. Yeah. Because, well, Absolutely. and you talked about your, obviously your relationships with your professors were important for that process as well because mm. they were the ones that were helping you. So, because it's the same in high school, right? We always tell them, yeah. like, you need to be thinking about what you're wanting to do in college, make, relationships with your teachers so because they can help you get to that next step and it's the same in college and even when you're looking at a program in college look at how big that specific program is how many students are in a class are you going to actually have time with those professors where did those professors go to school because I was lucky at Abilene it's weird but a lot of the faculty in my department had gone to Harvard Yale Oxford they were really well decorated. Um, and so they kind of knew how to help students get to those places, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Um, yeah. And so they were at Abilene really because they wanted to teach undergraduate students, didn't they? Yeah, exactly. They, they had a really deep passion for not just connecting with students, but helping them um, to want to go step. elsewhere. Yeah. That's Which a, is kind of nice. cool. That's it's a great thing to offer, yeah. you know, to, to those listening in terms of looking at schools and looking at programs yeah that's great yeah it's not always like the biggest and i've told this to a few students in class but it's not always like the biggest and best program because you can really get lost in the wash Mm -hmm. at a big school Mm -hmm. um, and in a big department but even a smaller liberal arts school might help um, might help your long-term goals and for perspective Uh, some of the some of the bigger like princeton wants in some ways students from those small schools. They don't want stu- all the students from the biggest and the best schools. They want a diversity of kind of thought and opinion and that kind of thing. And so it can kind of be, if you play it right, it can be, you know, it can be a boon to you. Okay. Thank you. And so you were up in a really cool part of the country. How was it being <laughs> so close to New York? And uh, I mean, let's not kid ourselves. Next time we're up there, where's the best pizza? Where's the yeah. best bagel? Cup of coffee. Yeah. Come on, give us the goods. So, <laughs> I mean, stuff. I, here's the thing. I, I don't mind New York. Get, don't get me wrong. It's Whoa. a good place. It's Hot a good take place. coming. I hear a butt coming. It. Yeah. But I lived in New Jersey. <laughs> there it is. And I like New Jersey. I, I thought that I would hate living in New Jersey, but I actually really loved it. Um, so I can tell you, I can, I can tell you this. A lot of my favorite places actually have closed during the pandemic, which oh, is really no, sad. No, that's so but sad. there's a bagel place my wife and I would walk to from where we live. That's the other thing. It, it, walkable, like living in a walkable world is totally different. Um, and it's a fun thing and you should try to do that at least once in your life. Um, but I'd say, I think I've told you about the pizza place with the two Sicilian brothers. Yeah. This was also walking distance from my apartment. And it closed, like, it closed right before the pandemic, but they made some really, really good pizza. Um, Is that the place that you, like, went and bought a bunch of the non-cooked ones and you kept them in your freezer Oh, they were cooked. I just put them in my freezer. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we stocked up. But um, there's actually, if you really want to know, come by my classroom and I'll tell you about this pizza podcast that tells you, there's a podcast about, like, where to get the best slice. And Brian is adding it to There's an app as well. Um, so if you ever end like up an in, app on how to find the best slice of where it, you are, it's just straight up an app for best slice, like 
and it'll use your location to to let you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good. That's fantastic. I can't believe I don't have. Why that have out. you not heard of this I, before? I, I, I'm very I'm disappointed. Very disappointed. In you. In if you visit New York, you should just get some crappy coffee. Sorry, some bad coffee too. <laughs> um, just to just to just just do it. Just some like cart coffee. Yes. In the middle of nowhere. Yes. Awesome. Okay, so you are now. Like you said earlier, you were never wanted to be a teacher because everyone else in your family was a teacher. Yeah. So you graduated from Princeton. How did you go from graduating from Princeton to All Saints Episcopal School? Well, I graduated during the pandemic. Um, I think that's a big thing that people should know. Um, but I don't know. I, I have lived in a lot of different places and done a lot of different things. And um, I was... I was kind of on board for anything, and I really liked teaching. So when I was a grad student at Princeton, I, for to 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 make money, I was a, I was a tutor, and so I would tutor. There's a lot of private schools in the Princeton area, like a lot, and they're like really like the premier mm-hmm. private schools, right, in the U.S. And I'd have some of these students that were really trying hard to get into those, and so I would tutor these students on how like. Just it was t- test taking, but it was also like a lot of in- a lot of writing. Mm-hmm. So it was mostly English um, tutoring, and I really liked it. I really had a good time, and I taught classes at church and stuff about mm-hmm. theology or history of Christianity, and I liked that too. And I didn't want to get a PhD at the time, just for a number of reasons. And so I was like, where could I where could I get to do some form of ministry, but also teach? And so I started looking at private schools. And this was one that um, there was just a posting for it. Um, and actually, my wife found found the posting. We were looking for jobs kind of together. And she was like, hey, I saw this. Why don't you check it out? <laughs> and so I, I really just sent in an application on a whim. I had never been to Tyler before, even though I lived in Texas. Mm-hmm. I had never driven through. Um, but I was kind of like, I looked at it online and I was like, you know, I think that I don't know. I'm the type of person too that I can I can live and mm-hmm. live anywhere. anywhere. Um, I feel like I can, and uh, it's about kind of the people that you meet rather than the actual place. And Abilene taught me that in a lot of ways, I think. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of how I ended up here. But <laughs> it, it was really random in some ways. But um, I, I mean, if I'm I don't know if this will make it into the podcast. It doesn't have to. But if I'm being honest, I, this was one place where I could work full-time and pursue ordination in the Episcopal mm-hmm. Church because I'm not ordained yet. That's right. Most places you would have to be working um, either part-time or or not at all um, or, I don't know, quarter pay or I don't know. Anyway, but so this combined a lot of things that I really like and I, I really love being in the classroom. It's like probably my favorite part about this job. <laughs> so. <laughs> and the part he did. Your parents work. love it when you have to admit that. <laughs> well, just... actually, when I started tutoring, they, they gave me a hard time and I was like, you know, I really kind of like this. And they're like, mm-hmm. they, exactly, exactly. Don't so, you hate it when your parents are right? Yeah. So when true. you aren't teaching or uh, spending time at Christ Church, yeah. um, how do you spend your free time? What do you and your what do you and your wife do enjoy things like that? So we like um, we like getting out of town and trying new places. I really like trying new places to eat. So recent, I think my most most recent place that I ate was um, it was with different. I feel like I can't remember the name of the little town, but it's on the way out to Longview, and there's a Hungarian place in it. Oh goodness, 
Huh? I know. It's really random. Um, it's like Kilgore or something. I think there's a Hungarian restaurant in Kilgore that I ate. It. Okay. I can't remember if it was Kilgore or what, is, what was another town around there. Anyway. Yeah. Random Hungarian food. All right. And it was really good. And okay. so we like trying to find new places to to eat like that. That's one big hobby. Yeah. Eat them? It might have been eat them. I don't um, know. I think I know what you're talking about, actually. Was there like, like the a little highway. store connected to it? No. Okay. No, it's just straight up a little hungry. And they're only open like three days a week. I don't understand how it works. I but think my f- my friend's friend's parents own that, Okay. actually. Strangely enough. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we like finding new places to eat. Um, mm-hmm. I still read. It, you know, it's weird. Um, graduate school really ruined reading for me in a lot of ways. <laughs> like, it took me a long time after graduating to be able to, like, get back into... Not like reading for fun, but reading for like, I don't know. I don't know. I know it sounds weird, but um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, But I do like reading. I like um, cooking a lot. Um, This won't make it in, but I like brewing beer. (laughs) I brew beer with Father Kevin. I was going to say, ironically, both of our ministers like to brew beer. Yeah, I know. It's a weird kind of thing. And then uh, I play video games too, so it's a good time. There you go. It's a party. Yeah. All the Never time. dull moment. Most Never of the lower school moment. students are kind of surprised when I know like what Nintendo Switch game they're talking about or something like that. They're just <laughs> I don't think they associate like I don't know. It's just because you're old and you're I know, well, they know think I am. You're so old, Mr. Old. Very old. So old. All right. So we are to the part where we like to ask you some questions for words of wisdom for our students. So now that you're on the other side and you're seeing students go through the college process because you've been through one season of college admissions at All Saints, yeah. what piece of advice would you give them today? Um, I don't know. Just kind of don't, I mean, they'll hear don't worry, don't worry so frequently, but um, I think it's a good thing to hear again is no matter, I mean, this decision is big, don't get me wrong, but you can always transfer schools. You can always change your major. Um, don't feel like any decision that you make locks you in and you have to stick with it. Um, Mm -hmm. and you have to do that. I changed kind of my plans after, um, after I had graduated and then ended up at Princeton. Like I did not think I was going to be there at all. And so I think that once you get there and once you settle in, really take a moment to say, okay, is this for me? Is this what I want? Um, can I see myself, um, in this place? I think one of the best pieces of advice that I got from um, a mentor was to sit down and open up like a Word document or have a piece of paper and just write out um, write out every goal maybe that you have or everything that you kind of can see yourself doing in the next like 10 years or so. And just sit down and do that. And not in a, you can do bullet points, but then maybe do like a paragraph of like, what do you want in life? I know that sounds mm-hmm. so weird, but like writing out what do I want? Um, and it can it can kind of change maybe what you're thinking about doing or it gives you some time to process that. That was some of the best advice I had ever gotten from a mentor. But, yeah. There you go. I like it. You don't okay. have Especially to have it all figured out before you go to college. That's really what don't. the point of college is. Right. Yeah. All right. And so thinking back to that, that time in college, my big regret, and I've said it before on here, but I, I did not take time to study abroad. And I wish I could go back and kick my own butt. Obviously, you enjoyed that experience. But is there something else that you look back on and you're like, man, I really wish I had experienced that during my time in college? 
I experienced you know I didn't go to a school that had a lot of school spirit and in some ways I think that would be fun but in other ways it's really not my personality so I was involved in like um they didn't have like Greek life but they called it social clubs or stuff I was in that (laughs) so if I have a regret I'd say that like I did that for a semester and it was bad (laughs) so like (laughs) but that's also more about me but I don't know looking back I don't think I got to go I got to go live in two different countries. I got to travel around. I got to do a whole lot and I got prepared well for graduate school. I don't feel like there's a ton that I can look back and have really big regrets on. In some ways, I wish I went to more basketball games. I liked our basketball team and they're mm-hmm. really good. So like there's things like that where I'm like, "Oh man, looking back it would be fun to um I don't know, do something kind of spontaneous like that and go to more school events, but um, yeah, that's probably the only regret that I actually have if I'm okay. looking back. But yeah, since I've left, they've built this like really nice football stadium and stuff. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're still a bad team. But <laughs> they're waiting for your alumni donation. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> they're gonna be waiting a little longer. <laughs> they will be waiting for years. <laughs> for years. All right. Well, I think that's everything we have. Thanks, Garrett, for being here. We appreciate it. Cool. Thank you. You, you know, getting up early in the morning, coming on a date, oh didn't have gosh, to be here. We appreciate it. Stop. It's the coffee. It's the he's co- got the coffee, though. That's right. He's good. Yeah. He's on cup like seven. It's fine. All right. Well, that is the end of our episode for today. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at ASES College. And thanks for listening to another lovely episode of the My College Story podcast. Like and subscribe. <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> Click the bell for <laughs> notifications.